Hey kids, it's Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo here, and you're listening to the wildest, most far-out, wiggling podcast, Anime Egotists. We love you, beauty. And welcome back to the Anime Egotists, where not a lot of anime characters would invite us over for Thanksgiving. No, no. We, unfortunately, they don't think we would bring stuff. We would, but they wouldn't. Don't think we would. Yeah. Also, I ate a lot of the turducken, so that was that that that's a, that was a problem. Anyways, my name's Alex, and personally, eggnog season is every season. I 100% agree, and I'm Richard. Yeah, that's right. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving or whatever you a good Thursday, whatever it happened, and and a lot of moments happen on the holidays and. A lot of moments happen in anime. Sounds like a, a lazy setup, but at the same time, there are some moments in anime that as much as we want to see them, we just haven't gotten to see them yet. Exactly. It, we So we've kind of decided to look at the dream moments, events, situations that haven't been seen in anime and we would really like to see now. Yeah. Hopefully nothing too insane, but enough to where it's like some a somewhat plausible scenario, either a singular moment, an arc, just just about anything. Exactly. Uh, so, do you want to start us off this time? I would love to. All right, I'm gonna start off with a relatively simple one from Persona Five. Ren decides to stay. Okay. All right, look, I understand the purpose of Persona 5, at least with the ending, is, oh, everybody's able to move on back to their lives, or in some cases, move on to better lives. But to me, it never fully made sense why Ren decided to go home. Home. Everybody in his hometown still probably hated him. He had a much better life where he was at with Sojiro and the rest of the Phantom Thieves. So part of me would have just liked a moment in, or even one of the games where he just, when they finally move on to Persona 6 in about 10 to 12 years, when they find, he finally says, actually, I'm staying this time. I can kind of uh, see it. Because, I mean, the, the, it's kind of a whole found family, found friend story in Persona that uh, he finds all this group of people who have their own issues and helps save each and every one of them in some way. So I could definitely see why you would feel that he should have stayed at the end of the series. Yeah. It kind Royal kind of makes me a little more okay with it because everybody kind of moves on to a different goal. Some of the Phantom Thieves even move away for college and stuff. But at the same time, I'm also kind of like, I guess this philosophy was, well, I'm not going to let what people say about me determine what I do. So I'm going to go home to show it. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, you have a kind of, you have a father figure who makes you curry all the time. You get to hang out with Ryuji and Yusuke, or actually, no, that's it. Just Ryuji and Yusuke, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely can see, because these are the people that accepted for him 100% for who he was when the world was pretty much rejecting him. Everybody was. He was considered a punk, delinquent kid at uh, the start of the series. Yeah, but ultimately, that that's that's mainly it. Just Ren deciding I'm I'm going to stay with the people who actually stuck by me, not and not the go back to the people who 
never really had my back because we never really learned that much about anybody in this hometown. Yeah, I mean, besides the fact that the politician liked to go there to sleep with women, I think that's about it. Something like that. But yeah, let let that's that's all I got. Let's let's move on. All right. So I actually have one for Persona as well, and it's one we've kind of talked about before, uh, which is uh, Morgana develops a palace uh, right after he leaves the group. Okay. I really feel that this would have been an interesting one, just because of how Morgana seems to feel at this point in this uh, story where he's feeling kind of rejected by the rest of the group, I could definitely see that he should have, at this point, developed a palace and we could have had uh, his whole mindset being his palace is all about trying to capture other people's treasures and destroying uh, other people's stuff to uh, palaces to in order to save the day, but uh, having that little bits of self-confidence issues that he's developed thanks to uh, Ryuji and kind of how On treats him and stuff. Uh, I know Morgana's not your favorite character, but... Is he this anybody's? Kind of, no, but he's... This could have also uh, been a good chance for them to kind of expand the story a little bit and give Morgana that extra connection with the group as they were willing to go into his uh, palace to save him. Yeah, I get like I've said before with this, since we've talked about it before, I would like it to be a little bit of give and take, though. The gang realizes at some to some extent how they've been treating Morgana and they apologize. At the same time, though, Morgana realizes that at times he's not the easiest person or cat to deal with. I, I don't know. I like the idea that they everybody could grow from it and everybody could apologize rather than just being like, oh, Morgana, we're sorry. I'm like, you guys aren't completely in the wrong here. It's also equally on him. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that part as well. It's just, it feels like that would be a good extra palace at this point in the story. It gives him leaving the group more of something, because in my opinion, at least from the anime, I haven't played the games, so I don't know uh, if there's more to it in this, but he's pretty much gone. Then they show up at uh, when they're taking on the CEO uh space palace and that's and then he reunites with the group at that point it's like it feels like there should have been a palace here for him and that's what causes him to reunite with the group and the anime they kind of make it better but they also kind of make it worse because in the anime one it's a lot faster and and but they also make it worse because when they're deciding should we go after this guy, Ryuji actually in the games nobody agrees with Morgana, but in the anime, Ryuji says actually I'm with Morgana. I think we should go after this guy, and Morgana says, "Oh, Ryuji's the only person on my team." What help that is? And I'm just like, okay, are you trying to ruin Morgana? Because it kind of feels like you are. Exactly. So there's just a lot that could have been done with this, and it doesn't sound like on either the games or this that it was actually done well. So. Yeah. No, and 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 I, I yeah, but yeah, I can co-sign though. Yeah. All right. So your next entry. All right. Another persona. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> blood retires in God Eater. Okay. Okay. Hey, everybody in Blood has been busting their butts for so long in this war against the Aragami, 
and I appreciate everything they've done. But I really would have liked to have seen, and I know there were more God Eater games after this. Like they just finally decide the war's over. We can move on. We can be done. Kind of similar to Attack on Titans ending for the most part. A lot of these characters had suffered so much and lost a lot of people they cared about. So just ending it on the note of, oh, well, there's more more to do, but let's just keep going. But I don't know. Part of me would have just really liked had the characters finally seen their battle was over, this was worth it, and then finally be able to just live, I guess, what could be called normal lives. Yeah, it sounds like a good thing. I mean, there's always stuff that happens when they talk about uh, a war coming to an end. You can look at it in our own history and all that, where there's trauma and stuff to recover from. But I could almost see like a whole lot extra series or something kind of in the um vein of uh violet evergarden i believe is uh takes this premise to uh through a lot where uh she's a recovering war veteran robot thing i can't i don't know exactly the story but i know that's a a lot of heavy features about overcoming the traumas but also learning to uh live those normal lives that you had to give up for the war Exactly. And not to mention, like, these aren't, it's one of the things it does, the series does really well, is it's not just them war, going to war. They actually do spend time with each other and not worry about this stuff, and they actually become friends. So I'd like to think at some point, they'd all keep in contact, and they would all be able to laugh and joke with each other and everything. I just think at some point, their fight just has to end, and not with them dying, because that would have just made me sad. Yeah, no, it kind of, Sounds like you want. There's an episode of um, uh, Star Blazers in their second season where they uh, meet at uh, Captain Avatar's grave because I've talked about it before that he dies at the end of uh, season one. And it's to honor his memory, celebrate that they've saved uh, the Earth on the anniversary, and gives them a chance to reminisce and come together again and talk. Yeah, something like that. Heck, I'd like to see what they're doing after this. I feel like she'll not, not I feel like Nana, Gilbert, and Romeo would all open a restaurant. Romeo would be very friendly to customers. Gil's a little more of a hard ass, and Nana would just make sandwiches because her she made sandwiches for everybody. It sounds like a nice moment. I could definitely see this being a good way to end a yeah. series that's heavily focused on pretty much the extinction of the human race and the prevention of it yeah also hero and shield open a vet clinic together and they get me and because they had a lot of chemistry together and shield was oddly good with animals even though she's like i don't know how i'm doing this i the the, the capybara grew like 10 feet like 50 pounds is that good it's like yeah you're, you're doing good you're taking care of it good, good job but but just a somewhat more of a happy ending for god either i know it's war but at the same time like just they deserved it all right. Um, I'll co-sign. I, I don't know God Eater well enough, but I sounds like, as I said, I really do like these moments. Yeah. What's your next one? Uh, so the next one I have is um, something that I really feel should have been part of the ending of uh, the series. Now, it, maybe it's happened in the 100-year quest arc in Fairy Tale, but uh, Loxus becoming a uh, guild master and 
Makarov kind of entering retirement and more of an advisor role to Loxus now. This is one of those things that this would complete Loxus's full circle. He starts off as the arrogant bully of uh, the guild, makes the guild fight each other, loses to one of the members that he's called weak and gets banished for it. Um, comes to realize his mistakes through his travels, reunites with the group, and uh, becomes one of the strongest uh, members again. It's just one of those things that you've seen where he goes, and then, but you've also seen him now stand up for his guild and grow. He has the strength to to be that guild master, and I just feel like this would have been such a nice moment to kind of end off the series as him taking the mantle and uh, that he really wanted to, but is a bit more now reluctant to take. Yeah, especially since everything he goes through, especially like right before and finally him going through and getting his redemption, it really would have been a cool way for him to come full circle with us. Like, now you're in charge. Now you're in charge. Several episodes ago, several arcs ago, we didn't think you would have been here, but look at how far you've come. Exactly. And just the whole uh, change just feels more natural than a lot of this. A lot of the stuff, it feels like it's all forced upon people, but you do feel that he's gone on this journey and all of that, even though it's not necessarily fully shown or anything, but you get to learn that he's grown and changed how he views, because he has a chance uh, in one arc to join the bad guys and turn on the guild, and uh, he chooses to remain 100% with his found family and all that, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Based on everything I've heard about Loxus, it does seem like it would have been a really cool way for just him I wouldn't necessarily for him to find closure, but just a new chapter of his story. Yeah, as I said, if we can't, if we can't kill off uh, Makarov, then have him be more of an advisor. He's now retired. He's passed on the torch to uh, the next generation. It needs to kind of happen because it's he's been around for quite a while and sacrificed himself at least twice. <laughs> and he's still around, oddly enough. Exactly. I still, I don't, I still don't know how he does it, but I, who, who knows? Oh, maybe it's that other fairy spell that we haven't learned about yet. That one of the other guilds has. Exactly, they stole it and haven't given it back yet. Are we sure fairy tale are the good guys? Uh, no. I admire your honesty. I thought you were. <laughs> I, 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 but yeah. I can agree. Maybe Loxus would be a better leader than Makarov at this point, because now I'm starting to have some questions. It, I mean, the fact that Fairy Tail runs amok throughout like, the first two seasons and is constantly destroying the cities that they're uh, going in to protect is... And then they end up having to pay for it out of their own uh, budget. It's kind of... Uh... Yeah, that happens a lot. So they really, so it really is just like the black balls. Fantastic. Yep. But yeah, yeah, I can co-sign. Loxus as a leader. All right. So your next one. Tomoko gets a boyfriend from Watamote. Okay. 
this one's a little tricky because there's like what two guys in the in the whole series of Watamote, and one of them is her brother, so that's a no. Oh, but in all honesty, her main goal seems to be to get a boyfriend. Tomoka wants somebody he who she can feel like she can be herself with. And at the same and look, I'm not gonna act like she's perfect at this point, as even in the manga, but she has come so far, and I'm kind of at the point where I'm like. I want to see if this leads to something. Will it work out 100% of the time? Probably not, but it, that that wouldn't make any sense if it did. I just think that with one of her main goals being, I want somebody to date, I want somebody to be with, not that I have anybody in mind per se, I am, I do still root for her in that regard. Like she, if she still wants somebody, I want her to still have that. I can understand uh, that. It almost feels like that would be a, possibly a good way to close the show out is her finally having the confidence or the, I don't know, I guess confidence is I guess the best word to ask someone out that she's had a crush. But it seems like that would have to be like a whole kind of arc with her falling in love with someone and finally yeah. getting the crush. It's, like I said, there are very few guys in the actual series. It's heavily, heavily even implied at times that guys aren't the only type of people she's into. But just, I don't know. She says boyfriend more than she says girlfriend. I'd be fine with either, but I'll just, uh, but at that point, I'm just splitting hairs at this point. Yeah. I can almost see it being like the start of an arc being someone uh, moving to town and uh, she has a crush on them and it's her having to develop the courage to ask them out is kind of how it throughout I, that series. I feel like you've described every fanfic at this point. It's unfortunately the main way I could see this show actually doing it. And then there was a new transfer student at Death Weapon at Deathmeister Academy. She falls in love with Kid Death. Like, I understand what you mean, though. I understand what you mean. Not any of our fans. I'm sure all of our fans have beautiful fan fiction that we would love to read. I just, I don't know. But yeah, Tomoko just finding somebody who accepts her for her. Would it last forever? I don't know. But just, I, I still would think it could. It, this is one of the few romances I would actually be rooting for. All right. So my next one. Please. So this is one that we got early on in the show but once they've gone through several of the other story arcs i don't remember them ever uh facing each other on screen again and it's yugi versus joey and Yu-Gi-Oh. okay so i mean we know that joey supposedly challenges yugi at the end of battle city to win back his red eyes so the rest of the series the red eyes is with joey other than that we don't really, I, from what I remember, they never really face each other in a serious uh, uh, duel ever again. Not from what I can recall. Yeah, I mean, the only time I could think of would be the, um, oh god, the uh, the Kaiba Land Grand Prix, and that, and I'm pretty sure Yugi doesn't face him in that. So yeah, Joey gets to, uh, that la- uh, that whole that whole arc was bad for Joey. Yeah, so just. I really either we give us the Battle City one where because I kind of feel that that's where their decks are at their uh, peak. Most fans know what cards are in each of their decks. It'd be very interesting to get to see how Joey wins the uh, his red eyes back. 
or have them face each other in some sort of tournament at in something and we actually get to watch them duel with their more modern cards that uh we saw in like uh the new movie that came out a couple years back dark side of dimensions exactly yeah, so, maybe maybe that would have helped save that movie for me but yeah i i can definitely i can definitely agree it, it it gets a little i i i feel bad because i feel like we talk about joey a lot but considering he's our favorite character of that series but at the same time i'm also kind of like the writers did a lot with him but they also kind of they could have done better it's it's kind of a weird thing yeah i, I just as i said i wish that there was more with him versus uh, Yugi and that way we could also gotten the awesome uh, song again Love that yeah. song. I thought you were going to say we could also get Kaiba's head exploding when Joey wins but I, but honestly I, I don't want to work for me yeah plus I just want to see Joey running around in his Brooklyn action screaming king of games I, I I can definitely see it but I can co-sign on to that just, just a, Joey finally surpassing Yugi yeah, I, as I said, because it, it's been I since that's technically the first arc was, uh, or first season. So it's been that long since we got a, a true one on one. Because I did forget that they faced each other in Battle City in the um, elevator match. What are you talking? What? Oh, oh before, no! You before mean elevator the... match. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, no. I I know what you mean. The you lose life points and you go up further up the. Okay, Kai Kai was getting a lawsuit at one point. I swear. Yeah, the part you didn't see was that in uh, beforehand they they had several people trip and fall to their death. But yeah, Kai Kai, Kai, was, Kai was going to jail, but yeah, I can go sign. Like I said, I, I thought you would agree with this one. I just looking back, it's like wow, they really only face each other in like analog duels in the classroom i think they show it like once or twice after that yeah it's the most school work they ever do in that school, in that show well i mean it's how you make a living in the world is you have to be good at card games i'll take it but like i like i'm proud though like i said it's not my Yu-Gi-Oh one but i'm saving that one for later all right but your next one i guess all right most of these have been pretty standard but this is where things start to get a little crazy Pycon gets canonized in Dragon Ball Z Super whatever. Okay. Okay. Pycon, the guy who goes up against Goku in the other world tournament, and it mainly taking place in the Janemba movie, it's shown that he's incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful to the point where Goku is barely able to beat him. We don't learn that much about him in regards to who killed him, what plan? Like we don't learn that much about the guy, but at the same time, he's an incredibly powerful ally. And as, look, as much as I love Goku, as much as I love Vegeta, Gohan, etc., I'm a little sick of seeing Saiyans rule the show. I like to think they could bring back like one very powerful ally, and just I don't know. A lot of his techniques were cool. He was able to beat Frieza and Cell really easily when Goku couldn't even do that. I don't know. I've always had a soft spot for PyCon, so I'm like, yeah, if I got to see more of him, I wouldn't hate it. No, I could definitely uh, get behind this one. I There are some definitely some interesting characters uh, that I'd like to see more of from the kind of heaven uh, time, or I guess 
I guess it's the time that uh, Goku was in heaven. Yeah. So I could definitely co-sign onto this. Like, there's because so, I just I also like the other uh, what is it the other different Kai's there north, south, east, and west. Yeah, exactly. Then again, maybe I also just want him to be canned because, like I said in our Dragon Ball in the Dragon Ball Powers video, like if I'm gonna be trained, I'm trained, I'm training under him because because he, he's cool. Yeah, I, I. The only thing I can, I always remember is that from that uh, tournament isn't that they both have their feet touch at like the exact same moment. Yep, and it's just like, <laughs> oh well, uh, Goku technically you won, but you also didn't. And it's just like this is stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. So technically, you could say, "Oh, maybe they need a rematch." Yeah. Plus, then they could, uh, we could see what the one Kai's been doing training, so that he can actually teach them something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, this one is probably never going to happen. But Pycon being canonized, I think, would be super cool. I, as I said, I one hundred percent agree. Which this kind of ties into uh, my uh, Dragon Ball one that I've kind of been wanting. Icon gets uncanonized? No, but it would be an in-universe tournament, more in the style of the classic uh, world martial arts tournaments that doesn't get interrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, in my opinion, I, I would love for the humans to get some sort of uh, new power-ups that they can at least compete in some form in this tournament. Um. But at least right now, of the main cast, we would have uh, Ultra Ego, Vegeta, Ultra Instinct, Goku, Beast Mode, Gohan, and uh, Orange Piccolo could be interesting. You could bring in uh, Frieza. This could be like a in-universe tournament, as I said. So it's pe uh, people, you could bring people back from the dead. So some of the villains could come back. This could be interesting ways of bringing in other Saiyans who might have... Uh, be life. Uh, there's Broly. I forgot about him. So, just a whole bunch of interesting ways of uh, doing this, where it's just a fight to be uh, the strongest in the universe. I'm okay with it. The one thing I would be scared of is it would be, oh, well, the strongest people are going to win. Which is, I would like to think that some of the more clever characters could win because it was It's not canon, but Bojack in the Bojack movie doesn't Krillin beat Piccolo in one of the movie in that movie. Possibly. I, it's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, I want Yamcha just beating one person. I just want to see it. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those that you bring in, like, like a montage of, uh, like, all the Earth's strongest fighters, so all the Z fighters, but even people who aren't really that strong, but think they are through, like, Mr. Uh, Satan comes in and just keeps, and gets his butt kicked in the first round or something. Mr. Uh, Satan versus Monaka. Let's see. Monaka uh, might actually win that. Yeah. But it could uh it would just be I think it could be really interesting just allowing other villains to return besides just Frieza and have them just be competing in this tournament. I don't know if it would be like for a wish or something, but just like I could definitely see it being like you earn the title of the universe's uh, strongest mortal or something, and it's uh, you get Beerus and the Kai's hanging out. 
and uh, you could even have um, Zenu just peer in and go, that was fun. Tries to push a button to erase people. Like, no, it's like, no, wrong tournament. You you can't actually do that this time. <laughs> but yeah, I could see this. I have been missing more traditional tournaments, especially when it comes to Dragon Ball. As much as I love Tournament of Power, even with its flaws, I'm like, just a straight up tournament would be cool too. Yeah, I mean, they kind of did that in um, uh, the Universe 6 versus Universe 7, but it was weird because it was one of those that you could have one fighter knock out the entire rest of the opponent's team or have them uh, or uh, knock out several and then lose. So just where you fight one round, I, I like the World Martial Arts tournament style. Yeah. I, I can definitely agree with that. Feels like is it me or sidebar? Does is it me or does it feel like anime nowadays just doesn't do tournaments as often? Definitely not in the traditional sense. There's always seems like something weird uh, is going on, and then you get to the like now you now it's the finals, and we've got the top eight already selected. It's like well, where's the rest of it? Like I, at least the old world martial arts tournaments you got the behind the scenes of them fighting in their respective brackets to try to move on to the finals. Exactly. But I can co-sign on to that. Another tournament. All right. So I believe it's honorable mentions time. If I'm not that mistaken. is correct. All right. You had a Yu-Gi-Oh! one, so I'll have a Yu-Gi-Oh! one. Pegasus meets Yuga. Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. Okay. All right, so we have the ori- the creator of the original Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, card game. I guess they just call it Duel Monsters. The creator of the original Duel Monsters and the creator of Rush Duels in Yuga. Yuga and Pegasus meet each other. Other at the, the so little background for Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. It's kind of a more strict world where like a where it's a very it's a, it's a very strict world. I don't know how to go about explaining it any better. But the main character, Yuga, creates rush duels because he just wants duels to be fun. And so I'd like to think that if he and Pegasus met, Pegasus would actually be very intrigued by this. Because, well, I I don't fully take Pegasus seriously. He's kind of a goofball. But I'd like to think he'd be very fascinated and actually want to learn this different style and maybe even promote it because Pegasus is just a child at heart. I can definitely see it. Uh It'd be, I don't know the character in Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens, but definitely with, I know he's supposed to be kind of younger than the rest of the he's like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Production. He, they repeatedly say elementary school. So yeah, he's younger than the the normal cast of Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Um, but I could definitely see uh, like Pegasus being even maybe involved in like setting up some specific rules that are uh, needed to just make the game work correctly. Just having like early, have him show up early on in the series and almost, I could almost see it being like a pen pal to this kid randomly. Yeah, I could, de- I could definitely see it. I also just, I, I don't know. Part of me just likes to see it because uh, so far I'm enjoying Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. I think it's cool, but just, as much as I like the idea that each series is kind of becoming its own separate thing, I also like to think there could be some crossover in between. Yeah, because technically the first three I know are in the same universe. After that, they're each their own 
universe except for that they've done crossovers i know i think it was arc five did crossovers with um i know one of them alexa alexis comes in that it's 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 an alexis from a different dimension so it, it's it's not even the actual alexis we all know from gx so yeah it that would be interesting the next series is uh Yu-Gi-Oh universes it's a universe tournament arc again honestly from- i might be honestly i might be okay with that but like i said pegasus realizing that his invention is is really different than another universe, but also realizing this isn't so bad. I like this. Plus, I kind of want to see Yuga, the eight or not eight, nine, ten year old kid, be the more mature one compared to Pegasus, because Pegasus is something else. Ah, yeah, and I could definitely see um, Pegasus being more open to letting other people be creative, because that definitely seems like. After the initial arc, he definitely embraces that with uh, the Duke Devlin and the Dungeon Dice Monsters. He's uh, financing that and then um, bringing in a Chumley to design new cards for it. Yeah, especially considering at the start of Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s, nobody's really giving Rush Duels a chance except like, like a handful of Yuga's friends. I could definitely see it uh, like a whole thing where he announces that Rush Duels and its uh, creator um, and all that and making it an official type, kind of how it came out here is uh, Speed Duels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as long as we in as long as we get Pegasus saying "Get ready for the rush" because um that's the catchphrase of Sevens. Mate, huh? No. I could see him coming up like that's how he starts the announcement. Anyways, Yuga and Pegasus meeting. I think it could be cool. All right. So my first honorable mention um, is from My Hero Academia. It's the sports festival season or year two. I don't feel that it needs to be like a whole arc or anything. I feel like this should be a really good way of like ending the series with how dark it's gotten. This would be a good way of kind of showing that things are starting to return to normal. We've got our new symbol of peace the world is starting to be bright and happy again. Um, and this is kind of the return to normalcy. It's the, I just feel like that would be the, a good way of ending the series. Just flashes of the, of them going through whatever the tournament is this year. It's just a nice moment, I feel like, for uh, ending the series on. Are there other schools that teach people to be heroes in this? So there's... Um, I don't remember the name of it. There's one other school that's kind of the rival to UA. Where they're the two big Japanese um, hero courses. Um, but there, there are other high schools that have like smaller um, hero courses that aren't, you're not guaranteed to be like the best or anything or get the best training, but you can, you'll still get your license upon graduation and all that. Heck, it would be kind of cool if they include some of those smaller schools to be like, hey, we might be the biggest and the best, but we still want to bring up the people below us. Because I I don't know, I think it could, even not seeing the series, I think it could be a good way of showing, hey, we see you guys and we want to and we want to help and showcase that we're allies. Yeah, and especially because they have met um, several students from other schools, uh, some from the other, their rival and some from. Uh, just these smaller schools so I could definitely see that being like all sorts of fl- I, as I said it's more of like 
like pictures of the tournament going on or little bit snippets of video. Yeah, you see one of the villains dressed up, and you're just like, wait a minute, why, why did we why did we let them in? But it just never gets explained. Yeah, that's to set up uh, whatever the next series would be. Probably it's just like, oh, Toga, wait, why is she here? Don't don't just don't don't ask. Just let it just let it happen. Exactly. So this is it. I just think that this would be a good way of ending it, being the kind of return to normalcy. Yeah, I could see. I could. I can understand that. It's man, we're really getting into like tournaments and stuff today. I think we both really enjoy a tournament arc. Yeah, and the worst part is my list doesn't change complete that much because there's a couple of them, but <laughs> I, I can co-sign. You mind if I do my next one? That's not tournament based. Go right ahead. Okay. Oh dang! Actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up because I have two tournament ones. Damn it! Uh, okay. Um, for Pokemon, I want one of our girls to win a grand festival. Okay. Look, I look. I love Ash, but why is he the only one who's really succeeding in his goal? I'd love to see one of the main girls finally conquer their dream of winning a grand festival and seeing what it's like. Like, does it affect them afterwards? What are what new challenges do they have? And just see, yeah, even look at the very least, I would want is just a recognition of oh, May won a grand festival or something like that. Personally, I'd love, like we've said, a tournament where we see that. But at the same time, I'm just just some sense that these characters are actually growing and getting better at their jobs. I could definitely understand that. It. I mean, you, you've got to think that Ash has gone through, what, four, at least seasons, four series that are uh, since the last Grand Festival was shown. and Something like that. From what I remember, uh, did Dawn make it to the finals in hers? I believe Dawn made it to the finals. Yes, and it's like, okay, well, she was already close, so... If Ash has faced four tournaments, then she's probably faced at least two, maybe three. Although, if it's Dawn from Journeys, then she didn't make it to any of her actual contests. Yeah, yeah, she she saw a she saw a spin a spinner rack and decided, "Ooh, let me follow it." So I could definitely uh, understand wanting to see this. Um, I could definitely see like a almost Pokemon Chronicles story again, following a. The contest circuit where we get Don, May, Serena, we could get Max, Harley, uh, all of the different rivals showing up and being in these uh, contests for maybe like a 12, 13 episode season that follows different uh, contests leading up to the Grand Festival being yeah. the final like handful of episodes. Now, of course, if I had to pick one to win, I'd say May because just May. I could definitely agree to that. I again, I don't know if this will ever happen because is it if I remember correctly, the whole reason May never came back was her voice actress in Japan has been ill for a while. Yeah, I, I yeah that that is part of it, which is why like like I said, like in a perfect world, which let's be honest, like just outside of Pokemon stuff, we just want her to be, be to feel better and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but I I don't know, just something like that. And oddly enough, Poke for Lax and I, we've talked about it and we said, you know, if May ever comes back magically, we would want her to have won a grand festival. That's the one thing we agreed on in that conversation. Yeah, it'd be interesting um, 
have her and uh Tlesia is the uh one with the Altaria, right? Yes. Uh like being like the they've either they've switched off like the last two May won and was runner up in the other and Alicia won and was the runner up, so they've kind of become uh more like heavy rivals against each other. Yeah. That was the main thing we talked about. But he but, but Furlax also said, Oh well well what about May what about May and Drew? And I was just like, what about it? What about what about what about May and Drew? No, it doesn't happen. No. Before anybody gets on me, we're we're, we're fr- I'm friends with we're friends with the guy. He he understands when I'm pulling his leg. Ah. But yeah, no, I could definitely I would definitely agree. And I admit that's the thing, the contests felt well developed. It was in, especially in the anime. I didn't necessarily like them in the games too much. The random especially after the first ones I enjoyed more than I did the uh uh later ones where you had to, where they had to dancing and uh dressing up your Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was that those were weird. Honestly, if they took the game, the contest from the anime and tried some way to turn that into the more into the game, I would I honestly might do that more than the gym battles. I could definitely see it if they had like rather than it be a like DS Dance Dance Revolution clone, I would could definitely see it being a uh select different um like a routine of different events and using the moves in certain ways and if uh they have a certain percent chance to be successful or have a chance to be uh like have your pokemon fall and or something instead of succeeding in the move i just give you like a chance to give you a little animation of the move happening i think it could be really interesting yeah you have to deal with harley sabotaging your stuff <laughs> yeah. but well, i didn't ne- i didn't necessarily mean a wallace cup though that we we did that video already check it out if you haven't seen it but yeah, yeah you just... mean you mean the final turn like a whole, either follow an entire arc or have someone win a grand festival and all yeah but like i said mainly may but i'll take any of our girls at this point except iris that would just be weird yeah or so one of the girls that's kind of going on that <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah well i like iris but her being in contest would just be super weird for me but that's it for me that that's what's what's your honorable mention all right so i'll do my pokemon and we we kind of got this but not really the the one i want is different it it's the pokemon world tournament but it's more of the best trainer so it's like all the gym leaders all the elite four members all the rivals competing in a massive actual tournament and getting interactions. I know we'll probably never get it, or maybe we will with this with these new characters or something, but I doubt it. Uh, I I'm not, I wouldn't hold your my I wouldn't hold your breath for that. No, I won't either. But I just think it would be a lot of fun to get to see all the old gym leaders back, all the old rivals, and it's more in the style of a traditional tournament kind of how the masters eight was but rather than you face people randomly and get uh ranked it's just you get uh you get to see all the these people facing each other and they have um like different levels so like round one might just be a one-on-one maybe there's a round where you have to do double battles and then uh three on three but like the final eight still being like a six on six full team battles would be i just think really cool 
we kind of got it. I don't feel like we really got it, what we deserved in uh, the World Coronation. So this Deserved, entitled, aren't we? Did anyone deserve the World Coronation Series uh, Masters 8 Finals? No, not really, no. But that does remind me, though, who wins? I don't know. That's I didn't think that far into it. I thought more of just wanting a lot of cool battles, getting to see people who had Pokemon like um, that weren't fully evolved or weren't uh, at certain points and them getting a chance to be uh, having fully evolved teams or stronger teams and how they've changed over uh, this time that they haven't seen Ash. Yeah. I... Like... Go ahead. I was going to say, because there were so many characters that you'd I would have thought probably should have shown up in this, but I don't know if there's reason behind it, but I'm thinking like Richie. It's like, I would have thought Richie would have shown up in the journeys, but never did. I, I really wanted Morrison to come back. Yeah, I just, there's so many cool trainers that we just never got enough of, and uh, this would have been a good chance for all of Ash's rivals. So it's kind of the opposite of yours. We get a good tournament where we get all of the contests and performance people back and we get and now we can get a tournament that's focused 100 on battling and it's not just creating these random people that i don't really care about and you're never gonna forgive journeys aren't you are you hey we each have our own version of the problems that are in journeys so yeah but at the same time I, I, hey i i've moved on i'm the bigger man i've forgiven that I don't know if I've forgiven journeys. <laughs> I know you haven't. We've talked what's, about that. What's that supposed to mean? Oh, God. But yeah, no, I I think we both have, well, never really feel that journeys was the send-off that it should have been. I, I will say I don't hate it. I'm It exists for me. Like, there are people who despise journeys. I'm like, I'm not going to go that far, but. But yeah, I I do know what you mean. So so a grand festival, but just for Ash and his rivals and other people. That's also not a grand festival. Yeah, it's I, I called it the world tournament rather than the coordination series or anything. So it's just it's a literal tournament where you have different rounds. I mean, you could take it off and have it in the design of some of the classic tournaments where there may be a round robin. One, or there's a round where they have to do double battles something have unique battles that force the trainers to actually think and use different pokemon yeah and have battles that aren't just relied on oh this is all this is the most powerful pokemon like i like it's gonna sound ridiculous but i like the idea that a bell sprout's just able to whip around a pokemon and slam it like it's nothing mm-hmm. and also only that it loses to a muck i like when battles can be a little more unpredictable yeah which I really feel fell off after a certain point. It's more of now just, I mean, a lot of Ash's battles still have that crazy amount that don't end it where Ash gets five of the current abilities and uh, one of them is a redo of one of his previous ones. It's like, no, have it be a legit tournament. Because it, as I said, we may talk about that eventually. For all the crap we give Thunder Armor, it's at least memorable. And fun. I mean, it's not smart in any it's way, not, but it's fun. It's nonsensical. Well, and it probably should have en- ended with with Swellow's funeral, but at the same time, like, it could... It, 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 I, I understand what you mean, though. You're very traumatized by this series. Yeah. I'm hoping that 
the uh, Pokemon Horizons does a good job with new characters and all that, but until I get a chance to sit down and watch it myself, I'm not holding my breath. I've been following it. It's decent, but it's... Well, maybe we'll talk about it another day. Yeah. All right. So my, my next honorable mention that has nothing to do with tournaments... Go right ahead. All right. It's a Naruto one, and it's, it involves the Mist Village, but I kind of want you to hear me out with this. Okay. So Igetsu becomes Mizukage. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I I don't know if Suigetsu ever really wanted to be Mizukage, but he and his brother had that goal of collecting all the swords for the Seven Ninja Swordsmen. It doesn't seem like he's that much into that ever since his brother died and he got kidnapped by Orochimaru. But the thing is, his clan, the Hozuki clan, is very much like they they they've looked down on because they're supposed to be powerful, and and two of them have died, and one of them is. And one of them got kidnapped by Orochimaru. Sure, there there probably should be more of them than that, but what? But regardless, I don't know. I just think a really cool way of him, of Suigetsu kind of reclaiming the honor of his clan, whether he really wants to or not, seems like he could go either way. I actually think it would be super cool that if he was the one who fi- they finally said, hey, you're our leader now. I can kind of see it. Um, there would definitely have to be some long story arcs to show him return to the village and actively making a difference. It's just, I, from my opinion, he's spent too much time and isn't even there. He's still with Orochimaru, from what I remember, so... Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, at the same time, I also kind of just say it's because we, like, Chojuro, the sixth of Mizukage, do, do, just, look, as much as I kind of like the Hokage, the Kage AIDS and like the war arc and everything, none of them really stand out that much to me. Except Daru. Daru was awesome. Yeah, I mean, Daru kind of made sense because he was a student of A and knew uh, the Black Lightning attacks that uh, made him, gave him something unique. <sighs> Chojuro is at least a seven inch swordsman. But by the time he's Mizukage, he doesn't. He's kind of given that up. So I, I can kind of see where you're coming from, but it feels like this should have been like a story or even gotten its own, um, um, uh, like manga set that whatever yeah. you call it. I uh, uh, light novels. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, well, either way, I would be cool with it. Like I said, and I don't know. Suigetsu's so kind of a character who I I kind of feel like. Like, I kind of feel like I'm a bigger Suigetsu fan than most people, and that's okay. So just something like that, like him finally, like, putting his clan back on the map and following the footsteps of his uncle. They never said how he was related besides just he's another clan member. Yeah, just... It's just... I can agree, but I also think that they're... As I said, it needs a lot of its own story to be fully developed, which is perfectly fine. I got time. I got time. I'm not going anywhere. Are you sure? You're getting uh close to 30 and I did we already and you're getting close and you're getting close to 84. Let's not talk, buddy. <laughs> uh but you said you'd not you wouldn't even make it to 30, so I don't know. Hey hey uh, hey hey character development. Oh okay. Yeah. 
But like I said, Suigetsu being Mizukage, while a little bit out there, I do think there is a way that they could make it work. Would it take some time and some doing? Yeah, but if the story's good enough, I'm willing to wait. I can agree. If it, if we get a good a good uh, story out of it, I would 100% agree. Yeah. All right. So my last honorable mention. I thought you said we had four. Well, my last non. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. Um. Uh, so, I have Zoro versus Mihawk round two. Whether this is actually cutting back to him actually training with Mihawk or. Uh, if this is just him at the end of the series, I'm really kind of starting to get nervous that it, because from my understanding, One Piece is getting rushed to be over now. Oh no. uh, I'm a little worried that it's going to be, they find the One Piece and everybody else's uh, stories get told kind of as, and Zoro defeated Mihawk and became the greatest swordsman and Sanji found the all blue and not actually showing, but telling and I'm a little nervous. Maybe it won't. I, I'm not saying it will or won't, but I'm just saying this is the one that feels like will be the most interesting and kind of full force because it'll be them fighting over uh, something. Yeah, especially considering just how badly Zoro got destroyed the first time they fought. But like, I, I hate, like, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I hate to say Zoro got clapped, but he, he got clapped. Exactly. And just getting him. Um, First, I put that they getting to see everybody's dreams come true, which will be really nice. But I specifically selected this one because we know it's the one piece is either going to be found or it's going to be the journey that they were all on. But oh god, that would be that would be so damn cheesy. I know, but I could see it going either way. And but definitely, this one feels like the one that should definitely be the most well done and be a full force. And just actually getting to see Mihawk using his giant cross sword versus uh, I'm assuming nine sword style Zoro going all out. I will say though, I do get the feeling it's going to be something like like out of respect it's like Zoro might actually end up killing Mihawk. Yeah, rather than let uh, letting him have the dishonor of having lost and still be alive. Yeah, it, well, well even Mihawk will be like, dude, like, I'm not going down unless you finish the job. And it wouldn't be a <laughs> hateful thing, it would just be as a sign of respect. Yeah. I, I really hope, that, there's another theory I've heard that's Mihawk's gonna lose to some uh, Marine or someone on Blackbeard's crew and Zoro, and that person's gonna be bragging about it and lose to Zoro, and it's like... I feel like I came up with that as a joke. I know, but I've heard it because, uh, again, we're in the kind of final saga, supposedly, of One Piece. So um, it's one of those that it could happen, unfortunately. Okay. But yeah, I, I can go sign. I don't I don't think I'm nearly as nervous as you about it, but, but, but I've been wrong. I've been optimistic before and it's bitten me in the butt. So who knows? Yeah. Who needs optimism anymore? Hey, I'm trying. Hey, I'm living. A, I'm living a better life. I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> uh, but all right. So I guess your extra honorable mention that we have this time, sir. A school-wide tournament arc, Soul Eater. Yes. Okay. It does kind of weird me out. How look as much as people say, "Oh, Kid Death, Liz, and Patty are the strongest." 
thing is we, we don't really see them fight each other all that often and they're all friends so it makes sense but i'd like to think that lord death would be like hey kid, hey what, yo what's up kids however lord death says it i don't know but he'd say hey we're having a tournament to see who's the strongest and the winner gets like one regulation or one wish within reason i don't i think it could lead to some really interesting moments especially I'd like to think they could do it one of two ways, just random matches or last person standing win, last team standing wins or something like that. Yeah. And once you said that, I my instant thought went to um, that the tournament has one student who's considered the top student end up uh, with a like a buy. So it's slightly throws the bracket out of balance and it and kid death is that one kid and he spends like the entire tournament freaking out about it it's just like the pit this bracket's not symmetrical it's just like yeah but we have kid we have a bot hey it's not symmetrical okay you know what forget forget do we even want to win this thing and it's and he like as soon as the first round's over you see kid death attack like i would just say it's like a piece of fabric that has the tournament on and he attacks it just cutting off every like the entire first round exactly Hey, in all honesty, though, they did do this sort of arc in one of the Naruto games. It's like, oh, everybody has to fight each other, and whoever wins the tournament gets regulation. Like, Naruto says, oh, well, I want to be Hokage. Hey, and it's it's a really kind of interesting video game filler arc, because Kiba says, oh, I want better protection for pets, and I want people to get their pets regularly checked up on. I'm like, oh, that's actually really sweet. He's sweet. And all, all these people have these... Either sweet or ridiculous regulations, like like Rock Lee's is like, oh, I want everybody to have big bushy eyebrows, like Guy Sensei. <laughs> oh, and tell I, me you can win a tournament as Rock Lee. I wish you could. That would have made this the best video game of all time. But in all, like you could see Black Star being like, oh, if we win, it's going to be national. Bla- We're going to have national Black Star Month or something stupid like that. And But deep down, we'd all be thinking, what about Tsubaki? What does she want? I don't know. They wouldn't all have to be like massive, like, oh, I want to see my mom. It wouldn't have to be anything like that. It could just be either kind of sweet or just completely ridiculous stuff. Like, I would love to to see what souls would be. I would definitely say, depending on where it takes place, like, one could be like his wish early on could probably be like all pianos in the entire of death city are destroyed at the start of the series or something it's just like everybody's playing at the exact same time like no we're shutting this down stop uh that's just because he's embarrassed at the start because he doesn't seem to want to play any music at all and to me it either it would either end with end one of three ways either a a Excalibur, one of the villains shows up, up and disrupts it, which would suck. Uh, two, that two, it happens, but Excalibur also shows up, and the villains decide, "Hey, we hate you guys, but we hate Excalibur more. Maybe, maybe we have a common enemy." Or three, they do something like Blair wins or something. I could definitely see it. Like she's just facing all male opponents, and they keep getting bloody noses and falling down. <laughs> I'm glad, I appreciate you phrasing that better than Jay would if he was on this video <laughs> because we because we 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 liked we were trying to make money off this channel. Uh, I could definitely see though that if like it ends with Excalibur winning his whole because I don't know is he a Death Scythe technically? I don't know. I try not to think about Excalibur more than I have to, so I don't know. 
but if he's not i could definitely see it that how that's how he becomes a death scythe is that he has to uh he become uh that's his wish <laughs> oh god uh, and and no i didn't include the fourth option where you and i win because i don't think we're making it that far no it takes place early enough that we lose in like round one <laughs> we i think we could win uh-huh. You know what? If this happens, I'm thinking of a. Reg- I'm gonna think of a regulate. I'm gonna think of a regulation compromise because if if we beat Kid Death and Patty, because that would be the happiest day of my life. I've got it. Ours is um, if we win the tournament, everything has to be unsymmetrical. That is so twist. Let's do it. Let's do it. Everything's unsymmetrical. Well. I- I feel like Kid would be too defeated to try anything, but Patty, Liz and Patty would pull us aside and be like, guys, please. I'm just like, fine. I, I feel like I would cave faster than you would. I'm just like, Patty asked, and she kind of scares me, so fine. Yeah, this is a very interesting one. As you said, though, we have a lot of tournaments on here. Ah. <sighs> We're finding a way to make it work in all honesty. I'm not bored of hearing it yet. Unless it's unless it's let, let's no, let's no, move I, on. I actually don't have any more tournaments. Neither do I. Perfect. Okay. Let's well, move this, on. This one would be interesting. And so my final honorable mention, Nara and Gara versus their barber. Yeah, That's okay. <laughs> An yeah, entire no. episode just dedicated to them hunting him down and I could see him using the um, substitution jutsu and just keeps getting away. And you see them with like their original haircuts going to bed or something. And then he sneaks into their room at night and cuts their hair to be their uh, Boruto counterparts. No, no, I I understand. This might be the one time I actually want Gar to go back to the way he was personality wise, just for one quick battle. Then after that, he can go back to, he can go back to the person we all know and love. Yeah. It's just, he wakes up and his eyes are completely uh, bloodshot, and uh, he's going around using sand coffin on like every trying to stop fight the barber. And everyone's and, and instead of being scared, everyone's just like, eh, no, no, I've seen you. Have you seen that haircut? I I would be upset too. Yeah, I threw Naruto in there because his haircut's not much better than. Look, Sasuke's hair. I don't want to talk about Boruto haircuts. I'm at, I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> yeah, but as I said, they're fighting the barber, but the barber is actually the true ultimate ninja. And his kekagenkai is hair base. <laughs> Specifically, nose hair. I think that's a different show, but sure, <laughs> but I I I would be game for it. But yeah, I I can go sign though. Well, one hundred percent. I think that would make really good filler arc, and especially if it either ended or uh, let them get back to halfway decent haircuts. Sorry, but their haircuts are really, really not good. You don't have to apologize for that unless you're the barber, but that would be a plot twist. No, I just mean that uh, if so- I know someone's taken the time to draw it out, oh, cool. but it's still like... They, they, hey, they did a better job drawing it than I ever could, so I got, so I do have to agree with that, but I do co-sign, though. That barber needs to get messed up. Exactly. All right. So my final dream anime moment. Yes. Go ahead. All right. This one slowly seems to be happening, but it's happening more in the manga than anything. So I, I figure this is game. The reunion between in multiple Mamoto and human partners in Zatch Bell. Okay. 
I've said before when it comes to Zatch Bell, one of the worst parts about living there would be even if your Momoto happens to win, you have to say goodbye to them in the end when they go back to the Momoto world. It sucks. But since the sequel is out, at least for the manga, I'd like to think we could see a lot of the Momoto reunite with their human partners because a lot of them really did seem to care about each other. But just, for, just for spoilers, 5, 4, 3, 2, we've already seen in, in Zatch, Kanchome, and Tia so far. And I feel like we've seen more, but I'm a little bit behind. But just more Momotos just finally catching up with their human partners. Well, the ones that care about each other. The others, not so much. It could be nice to see. Uh, so from what I remember, there's that there's one where uh, the humans abusing the Momoto, specifically using them uh, to attack and rob people, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there are, there are a couple like that. Yeah, but just have some of those Momotos come back and now be uh, stronger and are the books back as well, or is it just they, they, they do, more... the, the books do seem to be back. Okay, I just didn't know if like it would be that they have their own powers or their own control, but yeah, only in the Momoto world are they able to use spells without their books. Okay, so maybe finding new partners and the new partners get to help them attack some of the uh, people who like were using them for wrong, and they get to be more of on the side of good. It's because there are several that I remember that were Momoto didn't really want to do anything, but the they had to go with their partner. Heck, and the other, it was the, actually the other way around for one of them. The Momoto was the evil one, but the human was a nice guy. That could be an interesting, whether he, the Momoto's changed or if they're trying to find them and send them back quickly. Yeah, but you want to know the, like, the one pair, I guess, partnership I do want to see back? Kalulu and Lori. These two were these two were very much like sisters. And it's one of the most heartbreaking things to see Kalulu tell Zach, please burn my book because I'm too dangerous and I can't control myself. Oh, they had become sisters because Lori didn't have anybody. Her parents were always working, and he she considered Kalulu her little sister. A reunion between those two in particular would be one of the most would, would be one of the most emotional moments in the whole series. And I can't promise that I would have a dry eye during that when that happens. Yeah. So, what is causing them to return? I haven't since I haven't read any of the manga. I'm interested to know just because it's I'm assuming it's not enough. To... It's kind of difficult to say. It seems to be, of course, in on the end of the Momoto. It's like it does seem like there are just there are different ones popping up because it's, it was always oh a hundred years. Every a thousand years, a hundred Momoto are popping up, but it's not like only one hundred Momoto exists. Like there are more dangerous ones popping up, and they're in trouble. Oh, and some of them even get transported to the human world where Keo has to save them. Okay, so it's um, some so somehow they found a way of treat, uh, heading to Earth without having to wait for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and and seemingly without having human partners, but. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not fully into it. Like, the, like I fallen a bit behind. Going from the anime to the manga is a little bit of a shock for me. It's it, so it's taking a little bit. I can understand. It, this is that's definitely some moments that I think would be a lot of fun with just how enjoyable some of them are. I, uh, I really want to see a 
Hachime and Fulgori meeting up again. I think that's going to be awesome when they I, I, come back together. Look, look, I'm happy to see Hachime's back, and I'm happy to see him, but they're doing some weird stuff with Hachime. I can't fully describe it at this point. Oh, come on. He's still got to be a major fan of Fulgori. Oh, well, well, who would, who would their right mind wouldn't be? But just, I, I don't know. Like, they're doing some, once you see even an image of older Kanchime, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. I... But like I said, reunions between Mamoto and human partners could be very tear, tearful, but just mainly Kalulu and Lori, because they had one episode together and we were sad when it was over. Yeah, it's from what I remember. That's a, I, I just remember the sacrifice of having to uh, of her saying that she couldn't control her powers and all that. It's a lot for what it was a kid show. And if I remember correctly, wasn't it dubbed by four kids? It wasn't dubbed by four kids, but it was. Let's just say they really dialed back on some of the on some of the stuff that the sub was talking about. I mean, th- that's something that four kids, I'm shocked, let pass, because they, they like to censor, like, everything. Yeah, Viz Media, that's what it was. Viz, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, like I said, we're gonna, probably going to be getting more down the line in terms of reunions, but specifically Kalulu and Lori, because that, that one broke my heart. Yeah, especially if they're changing that now, maybe that uh, Motos can stay in their world uh, without it being a tournament could be interesting yeah are we ever gonna do a zatchville video uh i'd like to think so yeah i, I think we'll probably do one soon yeah yeah I, I, like i said i'm like 100 episodes in so i, I what for what this is one of the few times where i have to wait on you normally i'm the one slowing us down yeah i need to sit down and find where i can watch it and watch it again so all right all right so my final one Please. So I think this would make a really good anime movie for uh, and it's um, pretty much we get a whole bunch of kind of mini stories of uh, Moriarty getting chased by Holmes uh, from Moriarty the Patriot. I really enjoyed this um, series and specifically the part I would want is kind of if you haven't seen it, spoiler. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, he's uh, Moriarty fakes his uh, death, and Holmes fakes his death, and they pretty much travel around the world together. Moriarty heading out a little bit before Holmes, and um, kind of hiding himself somewhere, and they go around the world. But in this case, they've made Moriarty. He's pretty much trying to be a hero. He's trying to. Um, Throughout the series, he was pretty much attacking those that were corrupt and all that and revealing it a little bit to the world, but also um, still being called the criminal mastermind and all that. So kind of having maybe that from around the world where he makes uh, influences, finds new people who are corrupt and has homes reveal it to the world and they kind of form this partnership where it's still homes chasing Moriarty but it's uh but it's still Moriarty being the good guy of trying to help the common man versus uh someone who's whether it's a politician or a businessman who's doing something uh corrupt I think would be a really fun 
movie and a, another good way of kind of just showing more of what they've been up to uh, on this grand adventure that they've gone on. Yeah. Honestly, it kind of, it really does seem like they remind me of Batman and Joker, specifically in the sense of they're both on completely different sides of what they're doing, but they're not exactly enemies in some cases, or at least in the sense of one doesn't really work that well without the other. Exactly. But, and that's kind of how it ends now. And as I said, I just would like just a bit more, but you can't really do it. I guess you could go back in time and tell more of the Sherlock Holmes stories and because there's I mean from my understanding there's a large number of them that just haven't been told in this form but rather than do that tell some stuff from around the world would be really interesting yeah I could see that it's not the show I've seen but at the same time it is one that I'm like oh man I actually might like this but I contrary to popular belief I actually am watching other anime and I'm like I just don't have anything to say about them just yet for the list we're doing yeah, I need to give some other genres a chance because a lot of I watch too many of the isekai fantasy stuff, and a lot of it's the same. There's some ones that are have unique, and I every so often I'll bring one of those up. But why do you think I don't talk about romance anime that much on the channel anymore? They all kind of find the same way of frustrating me. Yeah, I could I can definitely understand that. So maybe if we each give some new stuff a chance, we'll eventually fight. I, something that we can talk about i think we should i think we should but yeah i do agree i do agree just to show like hey our series is over but our battles aren't and that's kind of how it ends so i'd like just as i said a movie an hour and 30 minutes of little adventures of them or even if it's just one big one where they take down someone doing, uh, who's been corrupted or is doing something evil to the people Maybe they take down Black Star when he starts National Black Star Month. Yeah, because I'm sure that involves having to worship him wherever he is. You just he you can't stop bowing to him. So if you're in class, it's just everybody's bowing to him. The teacher can't even teach. It's just he has to bow during the entire month. Oh, that would be the worst month of your life. <sighs> I'd probably have led the rebellion right away. Yes, but I but like I said, Moriarty and remind me of his name? Uh Sherlock Holmes. Moriarty and Sherlock Holmes. A handful of last battles, or just one last battle. I can I can I can understand that. I understand why you'd want that. Yeah. I just I really enjoyed that series. It's one of my favorite anime actually. Yeah, I, I can I, I, I respect that. Alright. But I believe that wraps us up for today. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I had a lot more fun with this video than I thought I would. I did too. Yeah. But hopefully you guys felt the same way. So, ladies, gentlemen, and others, what are some anime moments that you'd like to see? A particular arc? A particular character getting what they've earned? Just anything in between. Whether it's ridiculous or amazing or just... just I don't, I don't know. Just anything in between. Yeah. There, there's so many, like little ones that I thought of that I mean might warrant a sequel to this video in a, after a while but I mean, this one I'm going to need some time to play it out and if I'm going to do another one worse for me but anyways it's just let us know comment some moments you'd like to see be, be sure to like comment subscribe and all that other nonsense be good to yourselves and we'll see you next time this has been Alex and Richard and you have been listening to Anime Egotists
Good night and peace easy.